Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Lionstar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar MLB. And definitely download the app in the uh, Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. I am on Twitter at BDentric and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, man? I'm doing good. I mean, it's going to be a weird day. With all these trade deadlines happening, we got a couple guys um, that are slated to start that are also in trade rumors. Uh, There's going to be some guys that are being held out. We saw Rizzo and Bryant were held out today. Rizzo got traded. Bryant did not. So I'd assume Bryant's out of the lineup again for tomorrow. Uh, But it's a full slate. And uh, I didn't get my homer today. But uh, T. Oscar, last time I looked, had like, three or four good. rbi yeah. he had a great day but uh didn't get that bomb who did you pick did you get your bomb eric Haas did not go deep he had a couple no. rbis a couple hits as well but did not go deep that did not happen for me on this evening. i was and most then, surprised that the nationals played that game uh both of them yes yeah yes. Both i was very very, very right. surprised in that game and it really angry because game two was Patrick corbin that's why i picked andrew mccutcheon to go the night before and andrew mccutcheon went deep off of patrick corbin on to um thursday so that's always fun to watch that take place but uh yeah fun fun slate of action a wild one the trade deadline was wild and active on thursday and will definitely be as well on friday so keep an eye on all that fun stuff because we have 15 games on monday they will play barring something weird happening just all the players might be moving teams so keep an <laughs> eye on all that stuff let's kick it off we're gonna get rocking and rolling on this one we have the Toronto Blue Jays at the Boston Red Sox in this one. Uh, Thomas Hatch taking on the wonderful. Uh, You're on the wrong sheet again. I do this every time. I am so prepared for this show. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs take on the Washington Nationals. Trevor Williams against uh, John Lester. You think I'd know by now? I'm like, there's no total for this game. Where's this game at? Oh, it's, it's not on the slate, genius. Um, Williams is 86 on DK, 68 on Fandle. Lester, 7K and 64. You got like pitchers in this one. Are we just stacking the Cubs if they have anybody left? Yeah, that's kind of the thing here. Is uh, I, I honestly I kind of like Williams. Uh, he's had a quality start last time out, but this is too big of a slate for him to be an option. So not really interested. I'll stick to bats here, and let's just go with bats. We know we'll play Bodie and, and Wisdom uh, on the uh, Cubs side. Uh, if Torinos is in there, he's been good recently. Uh, Bell. Harrison, Soto, Para, um, don't see any of those guys moving for the Nationals, but you never know. So th- that's what I like out of that game. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting one to see how it plays. Uh, the Nats are a lot cheaper on Fanduel and on DK because like Josh Harrison's all of a sudden 5000 on DK. So that changes things a bit. But I like the Cubs side. You mentioned David Boat. Uh, Javi Baez will be there. Wilson Contreras should be there. Patrick Wisdom will be there. So you got some cheapies there as well. I would highly imagine Chris Bryant gets dealt. So... You got that going for you. I could see an angle for Trevor Williams. He's just not going to go that deep in the game, so keep an eye on that one. But I go with some Cubs in this game against John Lester or just sit back and see what happens. Maybe the lineups come out and they're just disastrous and <laughs> somehow Lester becomes a play because he's been like quasi-decent of late. I can't stomach it, but just saying, it's going to be a weird slate. So just be prepared for anything right now. Philadelphia at Pittsburgh on this one. We have Aaron Nola 
taking on well actually i'm seeing vince velasquez now see this is what's happening people yep changes all around because vinnie v was supposed to pitch on thursday trades are happening so it looks like vinnie v is going to pitch on friday against will crow over under of nine on this one do you like vinnie v or crow in this no i don't and i didn't like nola either to be honest with you uh because uh he was good last time out but three of his last four have been awful so uh crow just isn't going deep enough yet they're kind of stretching him out uh, uh, after trading um, Anderson the other day. So um, for me, it's just bats. It's Polanco, Reynolds, Gamble uh, on the uh, Pittsburgh side, on Philly side, McCutcheon, Torres, Segura. Um, you know, Bohm has been hitting a little bit. Uh, so I- I'll just pick bats out of this game. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Pittsburgh, great value on this one versus Vinny V. We know the home runs can be a plenty with Vinny Velasquez. So you get your cheap Polancos, your Gamble's, uh, Brian Reynolds is still affordable. Uh, there's a lot of moving pieces in um, Pittsburgh. Uh, Rodolfo Castro is hitting bombs, so you can have some fun there. Don't mind Philadelphia because Crow is really not that good. Like if you want to go with your Harpers, your Cutches, and company. But I really like the value with Pittsburgh in this one versus uh, Vinny V. I think both sides of the bats are in play on this 15-game slate. Kansas City at Toronto on this one. we got Daniel Lynch taking on Ross Stripling over under 10 and a half. Lynch had a decent start his last time out, but still Daniel Lynch and it's against Toronto. Stripling looked okay his last time too. Do you have interest in either arm in this game? No, not really. I mean, the, the arms are uh, it's horrible little, on the slate. It's horrible. Yeah. It, for a 15 game slate, yeah, it is really bad. bad. So uh, I'm going to pass on pitching here again. I'm going to stick to hitters and uh, Santana, Solaire, uh, Salvi, uh, Ryan O'Hearn, Michael Taylor's been hitting a little bit too. And then the usual suspects on the Toronto side, Bichette, Springer, Teoscar, Simeon, Randall Gritchuk, any of those guys uh, I'm going to roll with. Toronto should be very, very popular on this game as they've been pretty much every game versus an average lefty or righty. Also, first game back in Toronto. So yeah, that's, that's right. One there. That's going to be fun. Love what? I think they had 15 to 20,000 in the stands, something like that, give or take. And they'll be so buzzing. That place is, you're going to think there's 70,000 people there. Yeah. It's going to be electric in that stadium. So, Pray for the Royals. Uh, they do have some hot bats with uh, you know Solaire and Salvi and company, but this is a great night to stack Toronto. They'll be extremely popular. And like you said, usual suspects. I like to go like Teoscar and Springer to try to be different, but I think everyone's in play on this one. So rock and roll. Vladdy hit thir- his 33rd of the year this evening on, or on Thursday night. So have fun with that. Baltimore at Detroit. Matt Harvey versus Tariq Skubal over under nine and a half. Skubal 75 on DK, 82 on Fandle. I don't mind Skubal as an SP2, Boggs. Uh, I think I would rather have Harvey uh, right Ooh, now. And, and look, no, but I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to do it. And my note is I'm not brave enough to, to, to roll Put Harvey out there. Stones on the table, my friend. He's got two quality starts in a row, man. And it's Detroit. So uh, yeah, Detroit. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not Talking bad uh, about my tigers. Yeah, I am. Uh, but, but, uh, I'm, I'm not saying I would do it. I'm saying I understand it. And I did. Scooble has not been going deep. It's like four innings, four innings, four innings, four innings recently. So I'm going to pass on probably just both pitchers here. Cause I'm not actually taking a uh, Harvey and there's a little, uh, you know, Miggy who went deep. What was it? 494 or 496 today. Like he's yeah. Creeping up there on number 500. He's three for five with a double against Harvey. And then your boy Haas. Grossman, Badu, Candelario, Castro, Derek Hill, all cheap options, all been hitting. Everyone outside of Haas is cheap. Uh, then Mancini, Mullins, Ramon Urias uh, hitting for Baltimore. So I'll probably stick to bats, but I get a Harvey play. I'm not brave enough to do it once again, but I understand it. 
I will go with Scooble because he's got the strikeout upside. Is he risky? Sure, but when he's on, he's very, very good. So I'll go on with Scooble on a slate where pitching is very, I can't very believe bad. I'm going to bet on Matt Harvey right now, but you want to do a side bet? Something? Yeah, what do you got? Um, I'll be in Arizona in October. I know you won't be I there, won't but maybe be. you'll fly in. <laughs> Are you flying um, in the first pitch? No? I'm not. No, because I'll, I'll only be out there for like a month and a half. Uh, I'll uh, Let's do – I made this bet with, with the Welsh. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it's like a end of the season. So this one – Something annoying from Amazon for twenty dollars or less uh, sent to the other person. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so Scooble versus Harvey DK points. Yes. Yes. DK okay. points. Let's Deal. go. Deal. Um, and the side note, as I like the Tigers as a stack, obviously, but they're getting more expensive. They're not as cheap as they once were, which is kind of losing a little bit of their appeal. I'll be very honest. But Grossman's still very, very cheap. Um, Badu's up there. Candelario's up there. Miggy's cheap. So you kind of mix and match and make it work. But I will always stack against Matt Harvey. Boston at Tampa Bay in this one. We got Martin Perez versus Fleming. Um, Perez is 82 on DK, 65 on Fandle, Fleming 64 and 67. The the Rays went off on Garrett Cole. Do you go back to those bats? Yeah, I'm going bats here. Another game with no pitchers. Uh, there's some PVB data against Perez as well. Nelson Cruz, nine for 30 with a double and three bombs. Mike Zanino, seven for 24 with three homers against Perez. Uh, Yandy Diaz is five for 17 with two doubles against him. And then Choi, Phillips, Lau, Meadows have been hitting on the Tampa Bay side. If you want to play Boston Bats, uh, Devers, Verdugo, Kike have all been hitting. So that that's what I'd stick to in this game. Another just Bats game. Yeah, another just Bats game. Um, I'm, I'm definitely on board with some Boston Bats if you need them, but I kind of prefer the Tampa Bay side to be a little different. You mentioned Cruz, and you know, hopefully Cruz plays. He's missed the last few games, but you can mix and match some other of those nice right-handed Bats in that Tampa Bay lineup. So uh, I think I'm going to go with some Tampa Bay bats in this one. If you want to bring it back with Boston, I got no problem, but definitely no pitching. And this one's a theme of the night. <laughs> Cincinnati at the New York Mets, Sonny Gray, Carlos Carrasco over under eight and a half. Gray's 92 on DK, 81 on Fandle. Struggled his last time out. Cookie is making his debut, which is outstanding. He's 83 on DK, 87 on Fandle. Not sure how deep he goes. So I'm probably passing on pitchers here as well. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it wasn't just the last start either. It's two starts in a row. Gray has been rocked. Uh, Carrasco first start off the IL, so I'm usually a pass there. I'm going to stick to that here. So another game that's just bats. We'll start getting into pitchers. Uh, we, we got some coming up, but uh, Kevin Pilar, 7 for 27 uh, against um, uh, against Gray. Uh, just uh, a lot of experience there. 6 for 14 for Votto, one of the hottest hitters in baseball, two doubles and a bomb against Carrasco. Then Kyle Farmer, Jesse Winker, Stevenson, India, all hitting. Dude, Brandon Drury's like eight for 10 this week, yep. and he's basically free, 2,000. So if he's in the lineup, he's a good option. Uh, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, Brandon Nimmo, John VR. I'm picking from bats today. Yeah, Nimmo's swinging it pretty well, and he comes at a nice discount tonight. I used Brandon Drury on uh, Thursday going up against the lefty, so that was pretty nice as well. But I'll keep sticking with the Reds. I've been riding them, and like I say, it's Votto, India, and Winker is where I start. If you want to go deeper than that, you can. But I've been riding them pretty much every day, and they haven't really let me down a whole lot. So I'll keep going that direction. Votto is just nuclear hot right now, so it's hard to uh, fade that train. New York Yankees at the Miami Marlins in this one. Jeter gets to see his boys, Jamison Tyon versus Zach Thompson, over under of eight. Tyon's 87 on DK, 79 on Fandle. Thompson's 84 and 76. And I'll be honest, I'm not always fade Tyon guy, but he's looked decent enough this last time, and this is a beat-up Miami offense bogs yeah that's what what i was talking about three out of his last four have been quality uh and this is finally a pitcher to play in this slate so i like it uh this is a tough draw for thompson so i'm gonna pass on him uh but if you want to uh 
uh, Aguilar, five for 14 with a double and two homers. That's a 357 average against Tyon. Um, Brett Anderson is hitting not really any other Marlins, maybe if you want to throw in Brinson, I guess, maybe. But uh, I think he might have got sent down today, too. I can't remember. But Torres, Odor, Judge, Stanton, if Gallo's in the lineup, I mean, uh, that that new-look Yankees lineup could be a lot of fun to play. Maybe Rizzo. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, that could be that could be fun. There could be a lot to like there in New York. So this is why also when like we're saying certain pitchers might become more viable or least viable, keep an eye on what lineups get released because that's going to make yeah. things quite interesting as well. But I'm with you on Tyon for now. I think he's very strong. That Miami offense, Garrett Cooper's now out for the year. Uh, Chisholm's back pretty soon, so that would change things up. But right now that offense is bad, so I have no problem going to Tyon. Not in love with the Yankees bats because they're super inconsistent, but if you throw a, a Gallo and a Rizzo in there, it makes things a lot more attractive. I'll be honest about that. Milwaukee at Atlanta on this one. We get Corbin Burns going up against Tuki Toussaint. Uh, Burns is 10-2 on DK, 11-2 on Fandle. Toussaint, 69-85. Toussaint's been great his first two starts. Burns, are they going to shorten his workload anytime soon? Big question. That's true. I would say Burns is just he's in play until we see it. Uh, he's expensive, though, so I understand not wanting him. Toussaint, I'm not usually one to jump on the bandwagon, but man, 10 strikeouts last time out was uh, great to see. So he's cheap, 69 and 85, at least on DK, he's real cheap. So I'm in on Tucson, which makes me kind of out on bats here. There's some hot bats in this game, though. I mean, Dansby Swanson is three for three against Burns with two homers, and he went yard on Thursday. So uh, he's hot. So he's definitely an option. Uh, if you're not interested in these bats, I would say Austin Riley is probably another option too because he just seems unstoppable right now. Uh, Telez has been pretty good recently. Other than that, I'm kind of out on bats for uh, for this game. Yeah, I like both pitchers in this game also. I think Tukey's going to be extremely popular on DraftKings, like extremely popular. Yeah. And these Brewers bats are coming in swinging it well. Like Telez was on fire, went deep again on Thursday. Look at his last week or so. He's been starting versus right into pitching, and he's got I think, three home runs the last week. He's crushing the baseball. Colton Wong swinging it well. Adamus. There's a lot to even low Kane's been okay his last few games back. Like this Brewers offense, I don't mind. They're very affordable on a slate with bad pitching. If you just want to pay it for two pitchers, I think the Brewers bring the upside, also the upside of going against a very popular pitcher. So they'll come in low owned as well. Uh, I'm not like saying go full, full Milwaukee Brewers on everything you do, but if you want to put a lineup or two out there, I could definitely see the appeal because Tukey is very good. He does have bouts of walks from time to time, which ruins things. And he's going to be extremely popular. So I'm good using him. Just want to mention Milwaukee makes for a very intriguing uh, contrarian play on this slate. Seattle at Texas in this one. We got Logan Gilbert going up against Colby Allard. Gilbert 72 on DK, 88 on Fandle. Allard 51 and 68. How much Logan Gilbert is too much? I'm thinking like 120%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I'm I'm in on Gilbert specifically against Texas. Uh, he's he's a bit of a wild card, but he's definitely in play here. Um, uh, Seager four for ten with two bombs against Allard. Toro has been insane since getting traded to the Mariners, and he's cheap thirty one and twenty five. If he's in the lineup, I'm giving him a look. Uh, France is in play as well. Not really interested in anyone on the Texas side. So I'll stick to Gilbert and Seeger and Toro. Yeah, I will have a whole lot of Gilbert on this one. Love the Toro call hitting everything right now. I think he might have a little chip on his shoulder for the uh, Astros, quote unquote, giving up on him. So that'll make a big deal. Seeger swinging it well. You know, Hanniger is very inconsistent. Some of these other bats are too, but uh, you don't have to full stack and it's outer, but at least Toro and Seeger are intriguing. I picked Toro over Seeger. Love me some Logan Gilbert. Love him tonight. 
Cleveland at the Chicago White Sox. We just don't have totals on so many of these games. It's really just pointing to totals. I mean, the lineups are just going to be insane tomorrow with the deadline. You got Mejia, 5,800 on both sites. Lance Lynn, 10-3 and 10-7. This Cleveland offense is getting worse and worse. It's hard not to go to Lance Lynn. Yeah, I mean, four quality starts in a row, too. He had a little hiccup there before the break, but uh, four quality starts in a row. Love him here. Mejia is a hard pass. So, uh, I mean... If you want, you can go to Andrew Vaughn or Gavin Sheets or Cesar Hernandez if he's in the lineup uh, playing his game for the, the White Sox. But uh, I think mainly just Lance Lynn here. Yeah, big fan of Lance Lynn. I don't mind fading Mejia because I just don't think he's that good. Uh, the bats have been kind of cold for the White Sox, so I get it. But like you said, Cesar Hernandez making his debut potentially with the White Sox against his former team that quickly. Sheets and company. Take some we just value. saw what Toro did. You yep, know Exactly. Take some value with the White Sox if you want. Otherwise, just stick with your Lance Lynn and carry on. Minnesota at St. Louis. We have Jose Barrios versus Wade LeBlanc. Of course, we have a total on this one at eight and a half, even though <laughs> Barrios probably won't be here. Right. But for now, Barrios is 81 on DK, 9,000 on Fandle, LeBlanc, 61 and 57. You just have to play Barrios if he's actually there at $8,100 on DK. It's just criminally too cheap. Yeah. I mean, I we both don't think he's going to play because he's been in so many rumors. I mean, that that's a deal that could get done overnight or early in the morning. So uh, I'm, I'll pass on buying him is, for the now. Reason why it, the reason why it might not is he's got like a couple more controllable years, I think, at least one, if not two. So they can be picky and trade him in the offseason if they want. Sure. So yeah. That's, that's, so why, why even throw him today? On. Yeah. Yeah. With, well, because well, by the time this game happens, the deadline's over. Right. Uh, I mean, sure. I, I, I guess you have a point there, but I don't, I, I think he gets dealt. I think the Padres yeah, he are should, be. He should be push there. their chips in and the Red Sox are after him too. So uh, for me here, it's uh, Donaldson is four for 11 with two homers against LeBlanc. Uh, if he, once again, if he's not traded, he's been in rumors as well. Mm-hmm. Although the Brewers were his big rumor and they traded for Eduardo Escobar. Uh, Kepler's three for eight with two doubles against him as well. And then Sano has been hitting a little bit recently. Uh, Polanco, Bader, and Carlson are really the only Cardinals that have been hitting. So uh, that's what I'm interested in in this game. Not much. Yeah, if Barrios gets traded, which he should be, it'll probably be a bullpen game or some wonky. Like maybe they call up uh, uh, what the Uber driver. He, he might get the call. <laughs> and, um, uh, that's a real player, actually. I'm Ober, so right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I blanked on his name. He wears the glasses. He pitched in the playoff game last year. Uh, he's a legit an Uber driver. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, but uh, I think they call him up possibly, and that might make some more Cardinals bats intriguing, like you mentioned Carlson and company. At worst, I do like Minnesota versus LeBlanc, especially Brent Rooker batting second from the right side of the plate with a lot of power, 32 on DK, 21 on Fandle. Nice value for your offense right there. Oakland at the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Chris Bassett, Patrick Sandoval over under 8.5 on this one. Bassett's 96 on DK, 94 on Fandle. Sandoval, 88 on both sides. I like both pitchers here, Bugs. Uh, Dobnak, by the way, uh, is, Dobnak, is that's the one correct, Randy? Who you're thinking of? Uh, yeah, I both pitchers, Bassett, not his best recently, but he has two starts against the Angels so far this year six, uh, 16 and two thirds innings, a two earned runs, that's a 108 ERA, 17 to two strikeout to walk. So he's been great against this Angels lineup. Sandoval coming off the no hit bid, usually we like to uh, not play these guys here, but I kind of like him here. He's been good recently, uh, and there's not a ton of pitchers to pick through, like we said. So he's he's in play, at least. I think he's right on the borderline at that price. Um, there is some PVB data here against Bassett. 7 for 18 for Fletcher with three doubles. 5 for 17 for Upton with a double. 4 for 5 for Canna against Sandoval with a triple and a double. And then there are some decent bats on both sides here. Otani, Mayfield have been pretty good 
for the Angels on the A side. Marte, Chapman, Andrus been hitting, and he's always cheap. And Loriano uh, is actually a good deal on FanDuel and not a good deal on DK. So uh, interested in those bats. Yeah, I just want the pitchers in this one. I'm going to kind of fade the bats and think the pitchers do their job. A 15-game slate, I'll, I'll be picky. But I prefer Sandoval for the value over Bassett. But I think both, both are very, very much in play. And uh, see where that takes us. Sandoval's been great, so I wonder how popular he'll be at 8800 bucks. But uh could be another great spot for him at home against the, the Oakland Athletics. Dodgers at the D-backs. Gonsolin, Gallon over under of nine. Gonsolin, 79 and 73. Gallon, 95 and 72. Any interest in either arm in this one? A little bit on Gonsolin. It's a good draw against Arizona. You know, just a team that's trading away everybody. Uh, Gallon smashed last time out. I just don't trust him yet. I just want Gallon to get to the offseason and rest. He's had a weird year. You know, remember he broke his arm that last week of spring training, came back, went back on the IL, all that stuff. But um, for me, it's Gonsolin. Not really interested in too many bats. Maybe Pollock, Muncie, Varsho has been hitting a little bit. Nick Ahmed is three for eight with a double. At 375 against Gonsolin, maybe you want to play him. Pavin's been hitting a little bit, 34 and 27. But mainly for me, it's just Gonsolin here. Yeah, Gonsolin needs to get rid of those walks, and I'll be much more confident. But it is a good spot there versus uh, Arizona, who might trade some more guys on Friday. So that can make things really, really appealing. Otherwise, I'm just going to kind of pass on this game as well. I'm trying to narrow down this ugly, ugly 15-game slate because there's going to be this chaos <laughs> ensuing. But uh, we'll see what the Dodgers do. They could uh, implode against any, like explode against anybody, but... I think I'll probably pass on this game for the most part as well. A couple more games to go for you tonight. One real quick thing. If you could give us a rate and review on iTunes, we'd really, really appreciate it. We'll help the podcast out a ton. And also go check out the Line Star YouTube channel so you can see us, our beautiful mugs, five days a week breaking down your MLB DFS action over at the Line Star YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and share the good stuff there. Houston Astros at the San Francisco Giants. We have Fran Valdez versus Kevin Gossman over under seven and a half. Valdez 81 and 92, Gossman 94 and 10 2. Both coming off rocky starts, Bogman. Do you go back to either one of them? I could go back to Gossman. Um, but his last two starts, uh, I don't think, I, I, you know what? I don't think either of these guys are going to be worth their price. So I probably won't. Uh, Gossman, uh, last two starts, seven and a third innings, eight earned, seven strikeouts, seven walks. Uh, Framber Valdez, as you mentioned, coming off a rocky start too. So I'll probably just go bats. Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, Yuli Gurriel, Correa on the Astros side. Your boy Tyro Estrada still hitting, but Crawford is back, so he'd have to be in the lineup. Uh, Duggar, Wilmer Flores, uh, that's who I'm interested in. Yeah, I think Framber on DK81 is intriguing. He's just got the walk problems. It's always been his problem in his career. If he limits the walks, he'll be very good. Giants can work a walk. So it's one of those games you probably just watch, and hopefully it's a good game, which it should be. Um the, the Astros bats are really good. If you want to go Gossman, I'm good with that because they'll come in super low owned. But for the most part, it's another game where I'm just kind of like, you know what? Either take a pitcher or just kind of watch type situation. I'm kind of off the bats on this one, which could be a detriment because both these offenses we know can explode at any moment. But like, look at the Giants game today, five to nothing against the Dodgers. Yeah. Two good offenses. Like, it just has a weird feel like that where that's not going to win you any tournaments on a 15 game slate. Colorado at San Diego wraps up our 15-game slate of action. John Gray versus Ryan Weathers, if John Gray is there. Over under of eight on this one. Uh, Gray is 8,800. Weathers 66 and 7,000. Interest in either one of these guys. I mean, I wouldn't be interested e even if uh, John Gray was playing. So, uh, I, And I like John Gray, just not against San Diego right now. So I'll stick to bats here. 
Cronenworth, five for 10 against Gray. If he plays once again, uh, 500 average with two triples against him. Uh, Will Myers is 14 for 39 uh, against Weathers uh, with four doubles and three homers. Nine for 30 for Machado with three homers and a double. Tatis, Profar, Adam Frazier, Carantini has been hitting uh, recently. And on the, the Colorado side, not much. Brendan Rodgers, maybe. Uh, Tapia, if he if he's there. Uh, Blackman, if he's not traded. Uh, I think he's a difficult contract to trade. Sam Hilliard, maybe. But mainly just San Diego bats. Yeah, I like the San Diego bats for sure. Weathers can go deep enough in the games to use him. But I'm very, very intrigued by these um, San Diego bats. Because if Gray gets traded, which he should... I don't know what scrub they're going to throw out there, but it's going to be freaking glorious. So uh, I'm really looking forward to playing some of uh, the Padres bats to wrap up the wonderful 15-game slate. And before we give the the funnest part of the show, most fun, all the fun stuff and things, Bogman, who are your top pitchers on this slate? Yeah, I mean, I like um, Corbin Burns a little bit, Lynn uh, probably the most, then uh, Tyon and Bassett, and then secondary options of Sandoval, Gonsolin, Logan Gilbert, Toussaint, Way under them, Matt Harvey. I'll go with uh, Lance Lynn. I can see the burns if you're good with him going normal distance. Um, Gossman, like we talked about, sure. But then Sandoval and Tyon would be my other guys there. When you go below the 8K range, it'd be Barrios if he pitches for St. Louis. I just don't see it happening, but I would love Barrios at that price point. And then Tariq Skubal and Logan Gilbert. I want all the Logan Gilbert on the slate. So uh, that's where I'm sitting right now. Who are you stacking up tonight? Uh, for stacks, uh, th- there's some decent ones, obviously, here, since we don't like a lot of the pitchers. Baltimore at Detroit. Uh, Detroit at Baltimore, either side, I-, I think you can do. Uh, Boston against Tampa Bay. Seattle against Texas. White Sox against Cleveland. Minnesota against uh, St. Louis. And probably San Diego against uh, whoever Colorado throws out, Gray or whoever. Yeah, the Philadelphia and Pittsburgh side of things are both in play with uh, Vinny V and Crow on the bumps. So you can go that direction. We'd love Toronto. Toronto's probably one of the best ones on the slate. Uh, Detroit versus Harvey, like that one quite a bit. Um, Tampa Bay, Boston's intriguing as well, depending on how those lineups pencil out. And then um, there's kind of a break in the action. And then I like Chicago versus Cleveland. That's another one. Uh, Minnesota, a little bit versus LeBlanc, kind of in on that one. And then San Diego to wrap up the evening is a big, big spot tonight. What else is a big, big spot is when you follow Linestar on Twitter at Linestar app, they tweet out all kinds, all kinds of good stuff, stuff and things, lineups, home runs, everything, news, breaking news, all the fun stuff. They also tweet out the home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. And if you retweet those home run calls of the day, three lucky retweeters get paired with each of us. And if our home run call goes deep, you win some free swag. It's been a pretty swagalicious week, I'll be honest. There's been a long, <laughs> almost at least one a night, if not two some nights. Made it made an average of over one a night. So, Bogman, uh, to wrap up the week, Friday, July 30th, who's your home run call of the day? You mean Manny Machado against Colorado, uh, whoever they throw out, if it's Gray or whoever. Uh, Manny Machado. I was looking at Padres. I was thinking Padres. I'll go elsewhere to be a little different on this slate, and I am going to go to the Chicago White Sox, and I am going to go to Cesar Hernandez versus old team. We're going to have some fun with this one. I'm going to make it a little different here and go Cesar Hernandez versus the the Cleveland Indians now and has – or the Guardians, I should say, and have some fun with (laughs) that. So – um, have fun this weekend. Enjoy. Get the home run calls. Uh, have a fun and safe weekend doing whatever you do. Make sure you follow Linestar again on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar MLB. And uh, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick, Bogman at Bogman Sports. You guys have a good one. We'll be back with you guys on Monday. See you later.
See you on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the On Deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.